Welcome to Interwork with Marianne Walker, certified life coach for the helpers, healers, and anyone who wants to up-level their life. Life is what you make it, and here we make life pretty great. Come on in. Well, hi there and welcome back. I hope you're having a nice summer. June is kind of one of my favorite months. I just love it. So last week I was talking with you a little bit about some of the lessons I've learned. And one of those I said I was going to do a whole episode on. And that episode is today. So today we're going to be talking about maintenance versus repair. And this is such a simple principle, but it has big implications. And just to kind of further illustrate this, because when it is so simple, sometimes we really don't think about it. So I want to share a few examples of the importance of maintenance versus repair. All right, so first, skincare. Now, I am getting older, and I'm starting to get what my doctor calls birthday presents on my arms, which sounds way better than age spots. <laughs> but I can see now the wisdom in maintaining skin health with sunscreen because now I'm trying to repair years of damage. And while there are products and procedures that can help with this repair, the expense is significantly higher than if I had just maintained my skin health over the year with sunscreen. All right, teeth and oral hygiene, brushing and flossing morning and night versus not and then needing significant repairs. That's another really obvious place where we can see the financial impact of um, neglecting to maintain. All right, car maintenance. Now imagine for a moment that you never changed your oil or checked any of the car's fluids. And so maintaining the vehicle, it won't only help it to last longer, but it will potentially save you hundreds of thousands of dollars in repairs. Air filters and water filters. Now I am way better at changing the air filters than the water filters because my allergies get so bad when I don't change the air filters. And so not changing the filters could lead to health problems or breathing problems. Um, so just these little things about maintaining the filters can make a huge difference. Hair care. Now I have three daughters who love to dye their hair all of the pretty colors. <laughs> so allowing time and space between dyes for reparative treatments, um, that's what is going to help to prevent breakage and hair loss. Housekeeping. All right, I am learning more and more each day, especially during these summer months when everybody is at home, that maintaining the cleanliness of a home is so much better than having to do a deep clean every week or every couple of weeks. I mean, honestly, five to 10 minutes per room, if you're doing it consistently, is enough to maintain a clean house. But if it doesn't get done on a regular basis, it can end up taking hours to work through all of the filth and get things back to your standard of cleanliness that you prefer health and fitness. It is so much easier to maintain your health and fitness than it is to change your routines after the health problems have begun. I know for a while my back was really in bad shape and I had to really start slowly getting back into an exercise routine. Whereas if I had just maintained my health and my flexibility, that might not have even been an issue. So now let's talk briefly about work, or you might even want to apply this to homework. Oftentimes when we refer to homework, it kind of helps us to emotionally remember what it was like in high school and the mad rush, right? So think too about how you're showing up at work. Are you doing what you need to do consistently every day, or are you waiting at the last minute for the deadline, and how does that impact you? Now, of course, this is just a few of the ways that it can show up. There are countless ways that this principle shows up in life, so kind of think about how it applies to you and your life. Now, a few years back, I noticed a dripping sound in the living room every time my husband took a shower. 
And of course, for whatever reason, he couldn't hear it when I showered. <laughs> so he and I kind of remained in indecision about this leak and what we should do about it. And so soon we had a water stain on our ceiling in the living room underneath where the tub in the shower was. And when the repairman eventually came over, we discovered the extent of the unseen damage. We had to pay for the whole bathroom to be remodeled, whereas if we had just been moved to action a little bit earlier, then it may have been just a small repair. Had we maintained the shower at the first sign of a leak, we could have saved ourselves a lot of time and money. And of course, this principle applies to other aspects of life as well, right? The unseen parts of self, like your mental health, your relationships, and your work. So let's talk first about mental and emotional health. Now, I know that for me, I can tell when it's been a little bit too long since I have been coached or done some self-coaching. When it's been a while, I notice that I start to believe everything that I think, and I start to take things a lot more personally than I otherwise would have. Um, I find that I'm writing a lot of stories in my head that may or may not be true, and these stories can create a lot of resentment for me and possibly a victim narrative where now I'm making other people the villain, and I just find that it is so much better for me if I maintain my mental and emotional self through coaching. So yes, I can make a repair with my mental and emotional health, but it is always better to maintain it. And so I've had to prioritize that. So once a week, I swap coaching with another coach, and that really helps me to, to just be able to put my best foot forward. So what about maintaining your relationships? So think for a moment about your most important relationship right now. This might be a romantic relationship. It might be a relationship with a family member or with a friend. Uh, but ask yourself, am I doing what is needed to maintain the relationship so that it continues to run in the way that I want? Or am I constantly in repair mode? Now, it's interesting because oftentimes when I'm talking with somebody and they're talking about how they're constantly in repair mode, sometimes it's because they've just conditioned their brain to to kind of seek out drama. <laughs> and other times um, they're constantly in repair mode because they're also constantly in neglect mode. They are not doing things to maintain the relationship in between. So now they've hit a point where they're in need of a major repair. So how might things shift for you in your relationship if you focused more on maintaining a certain level of love and intimacy in that relationship? And what would it look like for you? Some possibilities might be intentionally connecting each day, maybe intentionally speaking the other person's love language, intentionally creating time and space. It might look like making a point to reach out and initiate quality time together. So oftentimes we treat our relationships in the same way that I treated our leaky shower. We ignore the signs and symptoms that tell us that something is wrong and maybe we're even telling ourselves, oh, it's not that big of a deal or it's not that bad. Or maybe we even tell ourselves, I'll work on it later when things are less hectic, you know, maybe a few months down the road, then I can really focus on this. But the thing is, neglect creates distance and passivity is not maintenance. It is the opposite of maintenance. And passivity and neglect, it is always creating something. It just might not be what you are hoping to create on purpose and with intention. Oftentimes, we make the false assumption that doing nothing means that nothing changes, that everything will just stay in this perfect state until we're able to address it. But more often than not, doing nothing, it creates neglect, which leads to resentment, disconnect and frustration. So when we're passive in a relationship and not maintaining the relationship, it might not be until weeks or months or even years down the road that we discover the full extent of the damage created. So maybe on the surface, things looked okay, but underneath things were beginning to rot and to weaken. And now an entire repair or an entire remodel is needed. And we may even need to outsource or call in an expert or two to help us out 
due to the damage and this and the severity of the damage. So take a look at the different parts of your life, paying special attention to those unseen parts of self, your physical, mental, and emotional health, as well as your relationships, and be really honest about the path that you're currently on. Because the path that you were on, it is leading you to where you're going. So choose it on purpose. It is far easier to stay on the right path from the beginning versus backtrack and try to course correct later. But the first step is being really honest about where you're currently at and what you are currently creating. And I get it. It is uncomfortable sometimes to look at where we're at and own our peace in it. Generally, we haven't even really technically done anything wrong. In fact, most of the time we haven't done anything. And it's exactly that level of passivity and neglect that has made things even worse. So be honest about where you're currently at so that you can be more clear about where it is that you want to go. Now, I've talked about this before on this podcast, but you cannot get to where it is that you want to go until you are really honest with yourself about where you are currently at. So if I wanted to go to Disneyland, but I wanted to deny the fact that I'm in Kansas and instead I wanted to pretend that I was in Iowa, it would be really hard for me to get a clear vision about how to get to where it was I wanted to go. My map would be completely different. So practice acknowledging that cognitive dissonance when it's coming up, own your piece in it and make some changes. So what if you have allowed things to go on for too long and you're starting to notice the damage? You can always work towards repair. It is 100% worth it to make that U-turn right now to maintain your health, your happiness, your relationships, your job satisfaction, the cleanliness of your home, your oral hygiene. You can do it. (laughs) Now, they say that investing just 18 minutes a day for a year can make you an expert in just about anything. So why not start investing just 18 minutes a day starting right now, starting today, and see what happens. Think of one area in your life where you would like to improve and commit to 18 minutes a day. So this might include 18 minutes of yoga, of running, of cooking healthy meals or meal prepping, 18 minutes of quality time with your partner, 18 minutes of playtime with your kids, art, music, cleaning, self-coaching. The options are limitless. And I don't know about you, but when I think about this as just, I just need to do 18 minutes today, it helps it to sound pretty doable. Sometimes we can get really overwhelmed thinking about all of the things that we need to do. But honestly, just start today investing 18 minutes and see what change you can create. You have got this, and I cannot wait to hear where you are at a year from now after investing your 18 minutes a day. I love you guys, and I hope you have a great week. Bye now. Have you already experienced significant personal benefit just by listening to this podcast? If so, just imagine how much more growth you could experience by working with me one-on-one. Come and join my wait list now at MarianneWalker.life.